0: Do you ever feel the prickly things on the back of your neck? That must mean it's time for the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro
1: Rewind Podcast initialized. Mission identified. The Sixth Sense,
2: 1999. Co hosts online. Auditory analysis online. All systems nominal.
0: Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we rewind back to movies and video games from 15 or more years ago so that we can let you know whether they're still worth revisiting today. You can find the show notes for this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 48. There you can leave us a comment on the episode, and you can find links to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and more. My name is Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad, designer, and not a dead person. Not yet. Well, (laughs) yes, not yet. And I predicted that The Sixth Sense would be a nostalgic movie. And I'm joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Paul, the master interrupter powers. Hi, Paul. Hi, Francisco. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Awesome. Uh, So this movie, The Sixth Sense, I don't know if you realize this, it was inspired by an episode of Nickelodeon's Are You Afraid of the Dark? I'm not surprised. No paul what was your favorite nickelodeon live action show as a kid um
2: it's either you can't do that on television or double
0: dare probably oh, double, dare. double dare that was a good one yeah with uh, mark summers right that was the host yeah. yeah how about you uh i really liked salute your shorts um, for some reason is that, yeah uh, yeah paul what was your prediction of six Sense? since you didn't say
2: Uh, I predicted that uh, upon watching it again, I thought it would be nostalgic since I knew the twist ending
0: already. Very good. And we are joined once again, though it's been a while, by author Valerie Geary. Welcome back to the show, Valerie.
1: Hi, thanks for having me again.
0: And you might remember, Valerie is uh, my wife, Christy's sister, and she's also a friend of the show. So glad to have you back. Um, Valerie, my question to you is, uh, the reason... Well, it's not. first let me set up this question for you. Uh-oh, <laughs> watch out. He's setting you up. The, the reason M. Night uh, cameos as a doctor in this movie is that most of his family are doctors. So my question to you, Valerie, if your book ever was turned into a movie, if you wanted to be a, have a cameo in that movie, what would you like to play?
1: Hmm, interesting question.
2: Like you, what you haven't thought about
1: this? Oh, well, I don't know that I would want a cameo in the movie, but oh. if, but if you had to, if you had to force me, <laughs> see, I have to
2: narrow mine down. I know of like three or four parts that I would like to play in my book. But we anyway. will make this
0: movie, but only if you have a cameo.
1: <laughs> I think maybe it would be. Um, there's a scene where the. Uh, police officers are searching a hotel room mm-hmm. and I think I'd like to maybe be one of the like CSI people walking oh, nice. around the parking lot trying to look for evidence
2: that would be awesome very cool you turn the corner and it's you puking underneath the sheet <laughs> yeah
1: something no, like no. that <laughs> wow. so I wouldn't Sorry. have any lines it would just be <laughs> yeah. like
0: the face <laughs> absolutely and what did you predict that the sixth sense would be Valerie
1: um my prediction I thought that it would be a classic oh, okay art. very good
0: All right. Thank you guys for being here. Paul, will you please tell us, enter our course for this episode for Alice.
2: All right, Alice, let's have a discussion about the movie Sixth Sense with major spoilers because of twist ending. (laughs) I don't know how you're going to get around that. We're
0: watching Twister?
2: Yes, that's the twist. (laughs) (laughs) No, the sixth sense. And then we'll uh, have after that We'll discuss what we've been up to lately with our new tube segment and uh, maybe some feedback
0: on the show and some announcements. We'll see. Very good. Thank you, Paul. And Alice, once you find our target, let us know.
2: Alert. Alert. Target located. Spoilers
1: incoming. Engaging retro rewired reactor. I have a secret, but you don't want to tell me. I
0: see dead people walking around like regular people. I don't see anything. Are you sure they're there? They're everywhere. Yes, the Sixth Sense. I don't know if that, if you had a sense of what was going on in those trailers, but here is what we remember from our. Sensories of watching the movie way back when. <laughs> this is our memory mind melt synopsis. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> a psychiatrist, John McLean, played by Bruce Willis, gets shot in the stomach by a man in his underwear, a former patient. Then sometime later starts counseling a terrified young boy, and there is puke and parties. <laughs> The boy says, in a very memorable scene, that he sees dead people, as well as saying, Stuttering Stanley, stuttering Stanley. But the boy finds his courage to help the ghosts that come to him. Then here comes the twist. Turns out John McClane didn't kill the blonde-haired terrorist after all... Wait. Wait, sorry. Wrong, That's the wrong, wrong movie. Wrong, <laughs> wrong movie, yeah. Turns out that John McClane didn't know he already died hard and was a ghost the whole time Uh yeah we were confused all
2: over the place there but that was fun yes now we don't need to see the movie (laughs) no
0: (laughs) paul will you please share with us how the sixth sense was technically made or what technicals went into it all right the sixth sense uh
2: is rated pg-13 ran 107 minutes long and came out in theaters in The U.S. of A. on August sixth, nineteen ninety nine. So, as of the recording of this podcast, it is fifteen years old. Wow! It was directed and written by M. Night Shyamalan, Dingdong. ding
0: dong. And wow, <laughs> <laughs> really? I was hoping we'd go this podcast without calling him. <laughs> anyway, I continue. Sorry. It was. Uh, Produced by the uh, the
2: winning dynamic duo of Kathleen Kennedy and Frank Marshall, who, do you remember, we've covered two of their movies already. Do I you do know which not. Two? I forget, no. One is Who Framed Roger Rabbit, because they work so closely with Steven Spielberg. RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 35. And the other is Batteries Not Included. RetroRewindPodcast.com slash... <laughs> nine, I You forgot I your believe. battery. I believe
0: it's nine. I could be All wrong. Right.
2: Stars, uh, Bruce Willis and Haley Joel Osment and a uh, bunch of other people. And, uh, let's see the movie. The budget for this movie was about $40 million. Mm-hmm. And depending on the sources, it either grossed almost 300 million oh or wow. almost 700 million.
0: Oh my
1: gosh. <laughs> So <laughs> so you're telling me there's money in ghosts.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Paul, for sharing those technicals with us. You're technically welcome. So apparently, uh, like Valerie said, a lot of people like ghosts. But what would you, what do we like specifically about The Sixth Sense? Let's start with Valerie. What, give us one thing you liked about this movie.
1: I really liked Cole, Haley Joel Osment's character. Um, I think that he just did an amazing job acting the part.
0: Oh, absolutely! Of yeah. this
1: terrified, strange boy who sees dead people, and he ha- just has such range with being scared and sad and confused, but also brave. Like he just was had a lot of courage, um, and I, I was just really impressed with with his uh, with the acting.
0: Yeah, I I definitely agree. I thought, I mean, he definitely deserved his. Oscar nomination Haley Joel Osment. Mm-hmm. Os- I keep saying Osment, it's Osmet. Um yeah, I I I completely agree with you Valerie. One thing that involving him, I really loved his relationship with his mom. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really touching and it felt very genuine. Um what did you think about Cole Paul or Haley?
2: I thought Haley Joel Osment was the best part about this whole movie. <laughs> this was my uh, classic, classic maker. Oh, okay. Yes. Just him. Like you said, the range on this little kid. I mean, it starts out fine. You know, it's like, okay, it's a little kid. He's, but as it progresses, I mean, you really get involved with the character. And... Uh, I think he just did an amazing job. And that, for me, it was the best part watching him throughout the whole movie. And yeah. some
1: of those looks that he gives oh, totally. Bruce Willis's character, mm-hmm. it's just like, how did he even make that face? Just, mm-hmm. just some really impressive looks. And I really liked his clip on ties that he kept putting on. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Yeah, there's yeah, so there many... Were... Go ahead, Paul.
2: I was about to say there were fun character moments peppered throughout the movie.
0: Yeah, and so many different like little touches like like his costume from his like glasses he has oversized things and and honestly to be brave to be a little kid and be in a movie in your underwear that seems like <laughs> i don't think i could yeah. do that but yeah it like, just makes it all the more real uh paul what was something you really liked about the sixth sense
2: um i liked the opening credits it was very slow and I was like... At first, I was like, oh, no. Yeah, I love it I when they go yeah. into it. Uh-huh. and But it's like, okay, it's really slow. And the music... But what i really liked about it is that it really got you in the mood for like a spooky Mm -hmm. suspenseful movie so i thought the music and the slow credits it was like okay whatever world that you're in we're gonna slowly absorb you into this though so that by the time at least for me by the time the movie was ready i was like all right i'm in this creepy (laughs) movie
0: do you agree with that, Valerie, or how did you feel yeah, about
1: Yeah, that was one of the first things I wrote down was that oh, really? I liked the creepy intro music and how it kind of pulled you in and you kind of knew what you were ge- going to get into. And I think they kind of continued that music throughout the movie, making it an important part of how you ended up feeling in mm-hmm. certain scenes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. James Howard definitely definitely got his like music cues right for when something scary happens. Mm-hmm. It definitely always, always made me jump Is very good um that oh op- the opening credits though i didn't i honestly didn't care that they're that long i i i totally see what you guys are saying about building tension i didn't dislike it but it wasn't like i could have done without it yeah
2: but uh going back to the music i thought oh, yeah. throughout the whole not just in the opening credits but like valerie said throughout the whole entire movie i thought it, it just it it was its own character, almost, that really enhanced oh. the viewing experience.
0: Yeah. What, what do you think about that, Valerie? Was the music integral, do you think?
1: Or? Oh, yeah. Well, I think that most scary movies aren't really scary and, but for the music. Like, if you took out That's the music, yeah. you would just be kind of laughing at it. But mm-hmm. The music is what makes your heart jump and makes you have that visceral experience that scares you.
0: Yeah, and... Interesting to bring that up just to sort of tie this back. Uh, if, if you enjoyed listening to Valerie in this episode, um, you can go back and listen to our Mary Poppins episode, which is Retro Rewind 28. And why I bring that up is online, you can look on YouTube for something called Scary Poppins.
2: Yeah. Which that's is funny. a
0: Mary Poppins trailer with scary music. And it feel it's a completely different tone. And like you said, Valerie, it, it definitely. Adds so much to the spooky element of a movie. I
1: love that video. I highly recommend oh, yeah. people go <laughs> see Scary yeah.
0: Um something else I liked, and this goes back again to Cole, was that he's able to overcome his fear of the ghost. It seems like like the the Vincent in the beginning obviously wasn't. And I I mean I I can't imagine having to face something like that that is just so Outside the realm of normal, um, and being able to sort of trust that, okay, I'm just going to step into this and be courageous and be able to um, move forward, and it it it's what ultimately allows him to live with this this ability he has. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about that?
2: I think it, yeah, it it did a good job of character progression rather than
0: just. All
1: right,
2: I'll
0: deal with it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, what do you think about that, Vary?
1: Well, one thing that I kind of found interesting is that I had a question at the beginning. I was, I was like, why is Cole talking to this ghost, Bruce Willis? Which do we have his real his character name? It's Malcolm. Malcolm something in the
0: middle. (laughs) It's
1: (laughs) Malcolm. Malcolm.
0: I forget his last name. So
1: why is Cole talking talking to Malcolm when he? Doesn't he's afraid of ghosts and he knows Malcolm is a ghost and as I was watching and, and listening to Cole tell his you know what ghosts do they 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 see only what they want to see and I kind of realized that Malcolm was the only one who addressed Cole as Cole he saw Cole as himself he didn't see him as wow. like a, another person because all these other ghosts were seeing him as something else you know like their friend or their husband or whatever and and Malcolm uh, yeah. saw Cole as Cole, and I think that that there, while Cole is he finds strength in himself, he also kind of has this companionship with Malcolm that he, I don't think he would have gotten over his fear of ghosts without Malcolm.
0: That's really interesting. Uh, now I want I want to take a step back. I'm curious how how you came to the point of that realizing that um, Cole does see. Malcolm, as a ghost, I mean, how do we know that? how I mean, I know he can see ghosts, but since Malcolm seems so normal, how does he make this distinction that Malcolm is a ghost?
1: Well, I only saw it because I've seen it more than once. The oh, first time one. I saw it, I didn't recognize it, but the this second I think this may be the third time mm-hmm. that I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I saw the signs. I mean, I knew that Malcolm was a ghost from the beginning, so I could see the signs that Cole was giving like he he often at the beginning would look down at. Malcolm's stomach where oh is.
0: that okay
1: and, and they were like in the beginning when he comes out of the door out of his door he's like running from we're, Malcolm mm-hmm. yeah
0: he's running away from him oh me. that's true yeah that's very true
1: and I think the only reason that he starts talking to him is because Malcolm is
0: addressing, addressing him as Cole, him as
1: Cole. Yeah. and he's like that's not me. he's like what do you want you know? yeah, yeah, <laughs> how yeah. do you know me why do you know me and,
0: where, what are your thoughts on that Paul um, do you agree disagree
1: Sure,
2: yeah, I agree that he knew uh, I I it seems to me that Cole knew that Malcolm was a ghost the the whole time.
0: Okay. Yeah, and, that,
2: that what you guys said makes sense to me. Yeah, I didn't notice them looking at his stomach, but I noticed him at the beginning looking down kind of like I'm trying to avoid but I'm also mm-hmm. trying to be brave and not appear like a freak and just scream at random things. <laughs> yeah. You know that no yeah. one else knows what's going on. Yeah. So that's what I took as is his
0: struggle um, anyway but, yeah. yeah I agree and and so going back to what you sort of uh, ended with Valerie of wait Malcolm's a ghost <laughs> <laughs> wait. <Aww>. spoiler alert <laughs> yeah. um, that the reason Cole trusts him is because he addresses that Malcolm addresses him as himself. Do you guys suppose? That Malcolm had planned on meeting with Cole at some point, like he had already done some research, and that's why it. There was that bridge between when he before he died and after.
2: That's one of the questions that make me. It's for the the other half of the conversation. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you can table it ball if you'd like. There yeah. were
1: the, he did have notes on the boy, mm-hmm. but we don't. Right. We don't know where they come from.
2: Yeah, that's ghost writing.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah,
0: and he's able to circle things, so he certainly can write to some extent. But
1: or at least he can see words on the page. Who knows yeah. if they're really there or not? <laughs> oh, that.
0: Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, which again makes me wonder if. He he knew he was going to be mean with him because he he thought he could be mean with him, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah he yeah. said
2: that I'm sorry I'm late for my appointment or something like that. Yeah, I was
0: scheduled an appointment. Mm-hmm. So okay, right. fun stuff to discuss. Uh, Valerie, let's go back with you. Go back to you. What was something else you liked?
1: Well, kind of tying into something you said earlier, Francisco, about um, Cole's relationship with his mother. Mm. I also really liked the mother as a character. Mm-hmm. I she was,
2: oh, that was my next point. <laughs> I Go just ahead. Keep
1: taking them from
2: you. No, no, keep going. I like it. Go for it.
1: I just really liked the Her multi-dimensional, how she just had so many different layers, and she wasn't. She wasn't the perfect mom, but she was so caring, Absolutely, and yeah. she. She just wanted to. She was just trying to reach out and and connect with her son, and mm-hmm. she was struggling with that and trying to find a way to to meet him. Yeah, you know? yeah
0: absolutely. She she was very multi dimensional in that. Paul, what were you gonna say? Yeah, I was about to
2: say that that the mother felt very re- like a real character, like mm-hmm. not even a character, like a real yeah. mom person. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I thought Tony Collette, who was the actress that player, did an amazing, phenomenal job in that
1: like i love that scene where she they're eating dinner that roast beef dinner and she's getting so mad at him because he's not talking to her
2: Mm -hmm. or he's lying
1: (laughs) and he he leaves but then he he goes into his bedroom and has a really scary moment Mm -hmm. and and then she comes and embraces him and yeah comforts him and and i don't remember the exact conversation they have he said something like are you if you're not Absolutely too mad, people. can I yeah. sleep in your bed or something? She's yeah. like, you're, I'm never going to be that mad at you. Yeah, like, exactly. it was just so – I liked it. <laughs>
0: yeah. It, it was – there there are moments where I didn't like her because – that exact same scene where she's, like, not believing him. And sometimes I wonder in my – like, I tr- I sort of take a step back and I think about how
2: – I wouldn't adapted. believe him. There's only <laughs> both of them in the house and she knows it's not her. <laughs> And objects but, don't move by themselves.
0: Okay, I, I, I mean, I wonder if like if my daughter said something like, "I see," I, I know to the extent that I see dead people, would I believe that? No, no, know. no. She doesn't say that.
2: She would say, um, "No, I didn't take the cushions off the chair or off the couch." You know what I mean? When somebody obviously did.
1: Well, because in that scene that you're talking about, Francisco mm-hmm. Cole doesn't say anything. I mean, he just says, "I didn't move the bumblebee pin. I mm-hmm. didn't do it." He doesn't yeah. tell about the ghost until <gasps> right. later. Oh, absolutely. So, so she's like,
0: "I sort of forward think. I'm not. I'm. I'm I know that's coming. But, so I'm just sort of like thinking. Oh, I
2: thought you were relating to your kid, you, so you can I, like forward think what your kid's <laughs> gonna say in the future. Yeah, oh, she sees dead people too. All, so you
0: wouldn't be mad. All I'm trying to say is, I I would like to believe." that I would believe my kid if they seem genuine. If she, oh. maybe sometime, someday they. If she seemed genuine, but I don't know. And so I I both, here's what I'm trying to say, guys. I both feel like I can relate with her on, one, on the level of being a parent and at the same time I'm agitated because as an audience member, I know the truth, <laughs> but she's not believing the truth, which is the frustration, the tension I feel. Oh, okay. Um,
1: but yeah. that's good. I mean, I think that the, the director and the actors, that's what they wanted you to feel. Absolutely.
0: Yes. Totally. Uh, Paul, uh, let's go back to you. Are, do you guys have many more? I'm, I have my most favorite thing left.
2: I have one thing. Okay. And that is uh, the intensity levels I felt were very high. Even though this was a movie that I had seen before more than once, I still felt really intense even when things were like... I even though I knew what was about to happen, it was <laughs> yeah. still I was still uh, really like, oh no!
0: <laughs> and you know what? That totally brought up some. I, I thought of something else that I like. I, the cinematography of this movie and where they placed cameras and like did wide shots and close ups, and I, I felt like it added to that intensity. Um, Valerie what did you think about the intensity of the movie?
1: That's an interesting question. <laughs>
0: Do we need to ask you it in a little bit?
1: Well, I there are there are some scenes that are incredibly intense. Like one of the scenes that's one of my favorite scenes is the birthday party where oh, they lock the kid in. Gosh! Oh, covered I covered that scene. Yes. Like I'm on the edge of my seat, even mm-hmm. though I know what's happening. Yeah. I am just like glued to the television. Mm-hmm. So there were moments of intensity. Yeah. Yes, but I'll talk about the other half later.
0: Sounds good. All right. Um, babe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's go with our classic makers for this movie. Let's start with Paul, Haley
2: Joel Osment, hands down. Oh yeah, you're is yours. That's right.
0: But and I just talked over. Yes, Haley Joel Osment. Yes. Valerie, what well, was your?
1: I didn't know that it was a classic maker. I just thought it was our favorite part. No, that's <laughs> fine. That can't <laughs> yeah. be.
0: That's just how we deem it. The
1: husky puppy. <laughs>
0: The husky puppy, I don't miss know. that scene. What
1: the, the, dog the dog that they had? That, they had that Cole's dog. Well, it's I like vaguely
2: his, remember. He's that. He's like in
1: three scenes. Yeah, one he's like whining in a closet, and the mom's like, "Come out, come out." That dog's so cute. Oh yeah,
2: the dog runs away when <laughs> yeah. the kid goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> That's your favorite. All right, so be it. All right, cool. Um, and for me, my so my favorite thing. Is the way they concealed that um, Bruce Willis Malcolm Crow was a ghost.
1: Oh, that's a good one. They just. I'm gonna take that
2: one. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) See, that would have been one of mine, but I talked to so many other people that when they saw it in the theater the first time, they guessed it. Oh, um, well, it was... So it ruined it for them. Well,
1: did they guess it or had their friends been talking about it? And no, so they no, were no. They they it. guessed
2: because when Haley Joel Osment delivers the line, I see dead people, it's focused on him. Mm-hmm. But then they turn to Bruce Willis's reaction and Haley says... Um, they don't know that they're dead, and mm-hmm. they only see
0: what they want to see. So the camera's right on them, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, he doesn't know that he's dead. And that was actually I was reading on IMDb that that was a concern for like one of the producers, but the yeah. test screenings, n- no one really was figuring it out. And I think the yeah. majority of people, fall oh, the into majority that camp. of
2: people didn't. Yeah, yeah. but and, I I felt bad for the people that did because it yeah. kind of ruined it. You oh, know? good
0: point. Yeah, um, but yeah, for me, I felt like they did so many like little touches, like from his interactions with his wife, uh, that seemed they they set it up in such a way. I love that they established in the very beginning that he's like over, almost overcommitted to his job, and she felt like she comes second. So, by, if they you fast forward a year, it's very easy for you to fill in the gaps that they're like estranged, and so it, it doesn't seem like something odd is up in that regard, and. Um, just, just the, all the, those different, all those little touches I thought were added so much to the mystery and made the twist all the more, uh, I was going to say tantalizing, but I don't think that's quite the word I want to use. Uh, Valerie, save me. You like that. So what, what word would you use?
1: About the twist? Yeah. Made the twists all the more twisty.
0: All the more twisty. I like it. Just ask Chubby Checker. <laughs> Chubby Checker. He
1: did the twist. Yeah.
0: The song. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and if
2: you see the movie again, you can sing, let's twist again.
1: I, I do really have nice. a favorite line see? in the movie. You, oh. do, ha- you do know the song. Share,
0: share that with us before we move on to what people from Facebook said about this.
1: My favorite line was, "They don't have meetings about rainbows." That yeah. was
0: so good. <laughs> yes, I oh. didn't know you were funny. <laughs> <laughs> so much, yeah. So much of the writing in this was really awesome too. So those are all things we really liked about this movie, and we loved about this movie. But before we get to our Facebook uh, feedback, I had something I wanted to discuss with you guys, um, and this. I mean, we discussed one thing, the whole idea of whether Cole could see Malcolm as a ghost or not. But Ma- so Malcolm's wife talks about how when someone passes away, an imprint is left on the object. Do you guys remember that scene? She's talking to the the couple that are looking at the wedding ring and he's like, do you have anything cheaper? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, she says someone, when someone passes away, she feels like this imprint is left on the object and I'm just curious what you guys thought about that. I tend i to sort of get this discussion rolling. I tend to wonder if it's not so much an imprint from the person that's left, but it's the meaning that we give to things that is what sort of imprints it with something. But what do you guys think about that?
1: Are you asking if we believe in ghosts?
0: Not necessarily ghosts, but do you think there is something on the on the verge of tangible to, let's say, so I'm holding this cup, this uh, this halo cup. If I and were to die. die tomorrow, would there be something something about how I use it a lot? It's one of the cups I really like. Would it would it almost? Are, are you holding the cup when you
2: die? So part of your soul is there, like like um, like a horcrux or something. <laughs> Sure. What, I mean, this
1: what? is a common thing that people use in literature and mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. To say that like there's a person like a, a memory or a soul imprinted mm-hmm. on an object. Whether I personally believe that, yeah. I'm not entirely convinced. That's totally I think fine. that there's certainly Things that we may leave behind when we die, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they're necessarily attached gas. attached to certain objects. Did you say
0: gas? <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, he has. It's kind of. I mean, it's. It's, it's kind. Weird. When you
2: die, you know, it's, it's that a decomposition last process. Uh, yeah. All right.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I and yeah. I don't think it would necessarily be like a, a halo cup so much <laughs> as something. Halo three. It's something that. I don't like your wedding ring. Mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. maybe something that you is more special to you. Mm-hmm.
2: That drops to the ground and rolls, exactly. and realizes that you're not wearing it.
1: And then, and then the spirit is detached. Oh. And
0: and what do you think about this whole idea of imprinting something when someone's passed away, Paul?
2: I, can, I'm trying to understand the question. Are you saying like a part of a person's soul is like? Left in that object, or are you uh, saying, "Oh, every time I think of, I, I see that cup, I think of
0: you, because it you died while holding it." Well, that's or, what, that's the that's what I'm trying to get at is like which she is says, it? Yeah, she says I think that something's imprinted, but is do you think that that's really the case? Something is imprinted, or do you just think, well, no. no, there's nothing imprinted. It's just since. You can't you go around
2: taking soul prints of people. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is where Abraham Lincoln died. And yeah. you can see his soul prints on the pillow here. But,
0: but, the no, thing that's is, blood stains. But the thing is, I mean, there is something. There is something too, like if you if you were to get I think a,
2: that's our feelings. It's because if you didn't know that you wouldn't be able to tell. Yeah. And, and it's that's, kinda like, Oh, my grandma died in this bed and you're like, Oh, I don't want to sleep in it. But if you didn't know that, <laughs> no, you wouldn't but, care. But there
1: are some people who would say that they would sense a spirit on an object.
2: Okay, that's different.
1: Okay. Well that's, that's what he's talking about. Yeah, that's what
2: mm-hmm. I'm talking about. The do you, what now just, you go into the is it a ghost or is it a demon you no, know that well, no, whole I'm, that whole question we can
0: get to that in the next section but i'm curious
2: actually <laughs> that's actually one of the things that i was going to say that i liked about this movie that oh. i forgot okay. is that go the kind of discussions that this movie can invoke
0: yeah which is why i wanted to bring this up because i think it does, that is a, a cool thing about this movie Yeah, Um, and there aren't that many movies that I can think of like that where you can sort of discuss like what do you believe, what what do you think about this? Yeah. Um, All right, so I think Valerie's on the side that not really sure. Is that right, Valerie? Maybe, maybe not. I don't really know. Well,
1: half of me (laughs) believes it that that it's because I like. I mean, I write, and I like the idea of memories and souls being attached to objects and people reconnecting with. Their loved ones that way, mm-hmm. but then there's also a rational side of me that thinks that that's probably not true or possible mm-hmm. in real life.
0: But and you know what I think for me I'm I'm uh, even probably more on the rational side, but I think about like you're an author when you like when you've autographed a book your book. There's, there's. I feel like there is some connection. Like I there have, is. it's the you... ink
2: that she placed on there with her signature. Okay,
0: so what? That's but...
2: called an imprint. That is a physical impact.
0: Okay, but could at there the... be something of a spiritual in a spiritual sense of that? All right, fine. Let's
2: let's go into the spiritual realm <laughs> and let's you know look at the soul and the, like the fingerprints that mm-hmm. it leaves behind. Okay, I, I guess. <laughs> I can't say So Paul say is no. on the
1: absolute no side of this argument.
2: No, I'm on. I, uh, not absolute, but <laughs> I, think, I, would, I, I would bet you're, no, you're but I don't you know. Enough yeah, you, to say no. Okay, you know what I yeah, mean? I yeah. think
1: it makes good fiction. I think it makes interesting mm-hmm. storytelling.
0: Well, that's true. That is true. And so, good listener, we'd love to know what you think about this. Why don't you hashtag us imprint or hashtag no imprint and let us know what you think about this. Yeah. Um, but let's move on to what you, what you all think from Facebook about The Sixth Sense. First, uh, Sean McLean said, I'd say this movie holds up, but because, it, because it's such a big twist at the end of the movie, which we all know about, well, everyone who's seen it, going back to watch this movie may not be as enjoyable. Then uh, Ryan Jackson said, I love this movie. It scared the mess out of me. I had <laughs> <Ew>. to. S- <laughs> like that one girl. Yeah, like that one girl. Uh, I had to sleep with the lights on that night. <gasps> and I was kind of feeling that way after watching it this time. Were you cold? I wasn't cold, but I was like, I was praying a lot and just trying to be like, you're okay, Francisco. you're okay. Um, anyway, and then uh, Christy Geary, which, um, Valerie, is that?
1: It's a sister-in-law.
0: Okay, your sister-in-law. I, I wondered about that. Um, she says, Oh, what a coincidence. <laughs> I've tried watching it again, and just knowing how it ends took the joy out of it for me. Aww. Which is kind of sad. But what parts of this movie took the joy out of it for us? Uh, let's start with Paul. Wait, no, we started oh. with you last time. Oh, okay, fine. Let's start with Valerie. I thought yeah, we started first.
1: with me last time. Now I'm confused.
0: I think we did. Oh. <laughs> Let me, I'm going to cut that. Why? I think it's
2: funny. We should keep it in. You know why? Because I only have one thing, okay. and I could have to expand
0: on it. All right, Valerie, what was one thing you didn't like about this movie?
1: You know what kind of bothered me that I, I didn't notice until this time that I watched it around? Mm. Um, when the mom is cleaning she has the headphones in oh yeah, yeah and she goes into the hall and she's looking at the pictures that oh, i'm yeah, assuming yeah. have been on the wall for right. years. years and she it's just f- now notices mm. the little halo the little sparkle the little shimmer whatever it is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's around uh cole's pictures yeah like wow really you didn't see that before <laughs> yeah see,
2: i think i s- i noticed that the last time but what i figured this time is she didn't notice that they were in all the pictures Hmm. Like she noticed that she probably saw that they were there before. But as these are all together and as I'm looking at them all together, it's like, wow, these are like not all, but most of them have this.
1: Hmm. Maybe. Then
2: I thought maybe that was his
0: dad. Hmm. Yeah, they never really went into what happened to his dad, did they? Yeah, it's I open think for discussion. I think he's dead.
1: No, I'm pretty sure he left. I don't think he's dead. That's yeah. the
0: impression I get, too. That
2: I, yeah, dead. for some reason, I got that impression, too. Well, because so that... they
1: talked about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. did they? I yeah. forget.
0: Okay. All right. And it seems like he, so he would have seen dad. his dad. Like, that would be a a, a common person he would oh, see. Oh, his dad is his... Forrest Gump.
1: <laughs> no, I think in the beginning, like, when um, Malcolm is at his house... Mm-hmm in like one of the early scenes and the yeah. mom's sitting there and they're not talking and then the boy comes in and mm-hmm. they do that take a step if mm-hmm. I get the answer oh, yeah, right yeah, yeah. they talk a lot about oh, his dad then yeah,
0: I for, I forget that but yeah. or maybe yeah, it's yeah, Jeff Foxworthy
1: right. anyway
0: anyway <laughs> something and you got you sort of when we were talking about the intense things about this movie oh my gosh and I know I was supposed to hate them but I hated Tommy and Derek just being like Noticing that this kid is scared of something And oh let's play a game Put you in the closet Put you in the grave kids Oh Oh my goodness
2: (laughs) Wow (sighs) You just went for they're so horrible That I'm going to (laughs) be like 10 times more horrible than them Yeah You
1: know they weren't Welcome to
2: the club Francisco
1: They weren't so horrible that they weren't human. I mean, they were just acting like yeah. teenage boys. But they didn't then, cross yeah. a line. Yeah, they, they didn't teenage, help him. Yeah. At
0: all, though when he, they're. What were they supposed him, to
1: do? The door they, was then, locked.
0: Well, yeah, they couldn't get him out. Then it, they want to show that human side. I think they should have shown that they tried and they didn't. But yeah, they were just go, like get people. Well, I uh, think they were kind of
1: scared what's too. Going on, like, guys? like I think they were kind of scared too. I mean, he's in there screaming all crazy. <sighs> They're not nice boys That's for sure But I don't think You need to get So violent with them
0: I hate I hate bullies And I shouldn't I know I shouldn't hate And that Hate haters Is is just hating
1: I know I
0: I know It's right. Shame (laughs) Wow You have to wear The cone of shame (laughs) Uh At least it's not The cone of silence That won't work well For a podcast Moving on Uh Value was something else you didn't like since we're going back and forth between you and I.
1: Um, I didn't really like the vomiting scene. <sighs>
2: right. Ew, gross. No, but it made you like not only scary but like freak you out. It's it's part of that. that I I don't nature. think
1: no they I think that the, it definitely belongs in the movie. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like it.
0: And you know what I I think so. Going back, yeah. I as I was reading through the IMDb trivia, apparently. M. Knight was uh, pitching this movie originally as a cross between The Exorcist and some other like family movie. And so <laughs> I bet he did that vomiting thing as an homage to The Exorcist.
2: Hmm.
0: Um, but going back to that girl specifically. What family movie? <laughs> I forget. I don't know. Um <laughs> Uh, not necessarily Harry a family the movie, Henderson? but a movie about a family, like, <laughs> oh, like okay. trying to come together or be yeah. Uh, uh regarding that, that whole girl and the whole uh that whole aspect of the movie where he's oh, going she, to help her. Yeah. Okay, guys, why in the world if she has video evidence of her mom or stepmom, I I wanna think it's a stepmom, because if it was her real mom, that really saddens me. But that's beside the point. If she has video evidence, why does she not show her dad before she dies? She didn't.
2: Maybe she meant to, but just got too sick afterwards. She Maybe she didn't I'm realize sure. it was caught on tape, but after dying, like, you know more? Like,
0: you know what I you mean? You know more, but you don't know that you're dead. Okay.
1: I don't know, because she kept it in a box, so it seems like she knew what it was.
0: Exactly, yeah. Like it- So she was probably
2: going to show her dad, or maybe she didn't know if she could trust her dad, because there's her mom killing
0: her. Now, that's a good point. That is a good point.
1: It, uh, it's also mm. possible that it was taped later, like Paul is saying, and mm. she started getting sicker and sicker and, and just never got around uh, to I or suppose. maybe the mom was she was never alone with her dad where she could oh, show
0: that's a good point too yeah. yeah they yeah. didn't really
1: explain it very well that's yeah. for sure i just i, <laughs> I just, just
2: really gotta leave it up to that. them that you know give them the benefit of the doubt i suppose it's just so sad i don't, feel like
0: she didn't have to die and she did and it's just, I was really sad about that
2: um We're supposed to be good We're both at the heartstrings <laughs> So far, everything you're saying is supposed to be. You're, they're I, supposed to be mean. They're supposed to be vomit. You
1: know what I do like about this movie? It made me feel. Gosh, <laughs> just because it's supposed to be, just because it's supposed to be in the movie or or it fits with the movie, doesn't mean we have to like it.
0: Thank you, Valerie. But- exactly. Okay. <laughs> Stick that in your pipe, Paul. I like my bubble pipe. <laughs> I don't want that
2: in there. It's not supposed to be in there.
0: Um, Valerie, let's go back to you.
1: You know, it seems like a lot of the things that I disliked, I disliked because this was my second time around watching it. Mm. I I remember when I first watched this movie, I found it to be incredible. Like, I I was terrified. Mm -hmm. I was moved. I was... it, It was just like one of those movies where you just can't stop talking about it, but watching it again i mean i was kind of bored in a lot of places like like we were talking about earlier with the intensity there were some intense scenes but the in between Mm -hmm. where when the first time i watched it i was really interested now Mm. i was just kind of like okay get on with it i'm bored oh i wasn't
2: bored at all that's interesting but uh, you know what yeah what is interesting the second time that i saw it which was it was it's been years now but um I remember feeling very similar. It's kind of like... I kind of know it. So it's kind of eh, which is why I rated nostalgic. But this time, I guess because it's been so Why you so predicted
0: long. nostalgic?
2: Yeah. Okay. Sorry. What did I say? Rated nostalgic. I'm like... Oh, that's why... Right. Sorry. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> anyway. Um. Yeah. So it, is when was the last time you saw it before this time?
1: I... It was. I want to say ten years ago.
0: That's probably oh, really what it was for me too. Yeah,
2: yeah, me too. I had forgotten a lot of the dialogue mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. everything in between, so I was I was really glued to the TV. Like it's like watching it again, almost for the first time.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I love like I love the first half. I was like that where where the dialogue was really interesting to me, but after he makes that turning point, so I guess the last. Third, probably of the movie. So after Cole's character helps the girl, mm-hmm. and then he he finds his power. Basically, he gets his courage, and and he's able to do this on his own. Mm-hmm. At that point, from that point to when the twist starts happening, I mean, I know the twist, and the, yeah. it was kind of all downhill from there <laughs> for me because it wasn't. I didn't really. I just I don't know I think I because I connected with Cole Mm -hmm. more as a character rather than I didn't connect quite as much with Malcolm so Mm -hmm. when it came to Malcolm's pivotal scene at the end I was just kind of not yeah uh, but uh, see I thought
2: there was more to the story than just the big reveal afterwards was like okay where they revealed it And then let's get back to okay, because Cole still has to, you know, um, mend with his mom, you know, and things like that. So I thought there there was more to it than just the reveal. That
0: happens before the big reveal.
1: No, no, no. Wait, not the not the icy dead people reveal.
2: No, no, but the um, that he realizes. Oh, that comes. Yeah, all that comes
1: before, and then then it's the Malcolm reveal, and then the movie ends. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I because, after.
0: because yeah, I, I, I agree with you, Valerie, that the, everything with Cole is, like, really engaging. But, yeah, watching it. That's why uh, Cole's
2: the main character. Well, <laughs>
0: sure, but the main twist happens with Malcolm, which is great for your first time, but after that. And, anyway, the, yes. you know what? This is a perfect transition to my tragic maker, so I'll go ahead and <gasps> stay here. Uh-oh, here we go. And it, it's a little... Hold on to your seats. <laughs> here comes the big reveal. <laughs> I, almost, almost counter to what you said, Valerie, which is odd (laughs) because it's almost it's the same it's the the same endpoint, but a different means to get there. Same coin, different side. Sure. Uh, I thought I was. I had a lot of trouble just sort of like settling into the movie. It wasn't boring. But for the first half, first two-thirds, I kept, like, looking for, like, okay, so how are they How are they showing that he's not a ghost? How are they showing it? Okay, now, does this work here? Oh, yeah, okay, that's how they're doing it. It's like I couldn't just settle into watching the movie. I think after they actually started showing dead people and Cole is opening more up about that, I think then I'm sort of able to just sort of relax into the movie and watch it as a movie. So that, that was, like, the thing that just... Bothered me. It just kept me from enjoying the movie because I think I had seen it before. It, yeah, it wouldn't have been that way yeah. on the first. I year. was going to yeah.
1: say that. I mean, it's not necessarily the movie's fault so much as we've already seen it and it yeah. doesn't necessarily have a good replay,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> which is the movie's fault. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. That uh, yes.
0: <laughs> um. So did you have many more Valerie?
1: Oh no! No, I'm good. Okay.
0: I'll I'll rapid fire just two more. First, these ghosts need to have better people skills. If they want Cold to be helping them, why scare him if you want him to help you? Jeez. Some are mad and don't want help. Okay, that's that's fair. But the girl with the vomiting, I mean that's who, who no, would but think that's the inviting the mother in the kitchen. Oh yeah, I agree. That's that's uh. Um but uh so that was that was weird. Anyway, um they need they should work on that. Take take heed, ghosts. Um and then why Wait, oh, oh, then it was a little inconsistent if the dead people don't know they're dead and he sees those three people hanging in the school. It seems like, it seems like dead people would be walking around like dead people, like maybe they're walking around with nooses around their neck or something like that, but that they would just be hanging there. It seems like they would realize they're dead. If that makes sense. They're just not dead yet.
1: I don't know. I think that you're kind of on to something, Francisco. Woohoo,
0: I'm on to something.
1: I think there were definitely some rules that were set up that weren't exactly followed to the letter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, mm, ghost rules are hard to oh, follow. Yeah. <laughs> from and quit someone making who, up rules start who, sticking to the truth. From I, I, someone who has ghosts in her book. I was going to say, it's I think you know something about this. <laughs> it's challenging oh, to, <laughs> to, um, First of all, come up with what rules you want to have these ghosts. But then also to work them into the story. So I think that like with the ghost hanging, it was more just to scare the audience or to show that this boy is scared because he sees these horrific things. But it doesn't follow the rule of they see what they want. They do what they want. Mm -hmm. You know, they're living in this own little world. Well, sure.
2: If they do what they want, they want
0: to hang there. They see what they want. I mean, I guess that's possible, but...
1: He followed it. The rules were followed closely enough for me to enjoy the movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, think if you want to, you can get nitpicky, but it was, it wasn't so much. He didn't pull back so much that you're like, wait, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah.
0: All right. Paul, let's hit, hit us up with your most hated and then we'll end with Valerie's most hated. The filmmakers are cheaters. (laughs)
1: All right. Here's
0: why.
2: Because they don't follow their own rules. Well, the biggest thing is is in the rewatch. The first f- watch is fine, and it's no wonder people, a lot of people, didn't get it because they broke their own rules or they cheated. Oh. It's kind of like okay, have when example? you watch. Yeah, when you watch a movie and someone gets shot, and then they say like a year later or six months later or next fall or whatever it was, and they show him there, then you figure, oh, he's he's still alive. Yeah they they prey on the minds of trusting people. Okay, <laughs> so later when the mom, if if Bruce Willis is already dead mm-hmm. and doesn't know he's dead, how did he get inside the house when the mom and him are sitting across? from each other. How did he get in with like... Did he...
1: So, well, he doesn't need someone to open doors for him. He's oh, so he I walks he- through
2: walls and doesn't know he's dead?
1: No, I think that what happens... I This is... And I don't know. This is how I imagine it but that mm-hmm. they just kind of appear in a place and in their mind... They've okay, come they into, didn't
2: show just mm, appearing, you know, know? Right. but we as the audience just take it for granted that there was some kind of exchange between like he was let in. Okay? So this is a negative so, thing
1: because I think it's kind of brilliant.
2: <laughs> I think it's negative because it's taking advantage of us because here we go. We're <laughs> led. We're being led on. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And when. Okay. So let, they're sitting across from each other. Cole comes in. The mom goes over and talks to him. And they have the, oh, let's make up what a great day we had, winning the lottery and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. As she walks away, she makes a quick look and looks at Bruce Willis and walks back. (laughs) Because I I rewound it like five times just to make sure, (laughs) yes, yes, she'd made a quick look. Now, sure, she could have casually made a quick look in that direction, but it's playing on the audience which is wrong okay well, now it's wrong when, to do
0: that to conceal yes, a secret. because that-
2: no 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 it's it's okay it's making it look like one thing when it really
0: wouldn't i uh, that's what like illusionists do all the time paul oh, are okay. you mad at illusionists for how dare you keep that no trick a secret? no
2: no 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 i think it's okay, don't have her look at Bruce. Okay. I would be fine if she didn't look at Bruce. And the same thing happens when he's sitting across from his wife at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. And She's she says, signing you. the check. Yeah. No, she oh. could say, you know, happy anniversary and take oh, off. Yeah, yeah. She's not looking at him, but she makes a quick
0: look up <gasps> oh. at him and then down again. I, but they they totally, I, I noticed this, they totally... um Validated that? Yeah, because there was a sound effect that
2: you could have been looking at. Exactly. But as an audience member, you're like, oh, she's clearly... The mom is clearly being engaged with this person. The wife is clearly interacting. It looks like there's interaction there. And then they say that there's not. And then it's like... (laughs) Come on, you're going to do me like that? No?
1: So that's like the whole point of the movie. That's what he was trying to do the whole time. Oh, I would
2: be fine (laughs) if they didn't have those quick looks. But then it
0: wouldn't, I think it wouldn't sell
2: it as much. It wouldn't be as, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you expect me to believe that.
0: (laughs) That's fine, Paul. Okay, so just, I think that it... Don't have the quick looks. All right, all right. So the quick looks through your most hated thing. I Understand?
2: Yeah. Well, then if he's dead, how did he get into the oh, the boys, you know, house without knowing?
0: Going back to that, I honestly thought that he just sort of like got in when the door did open, like real quick, <laughs> right? Like he maybe he rattled on the door, like he can, like they oh, can
2: maybe. sometimes yeah, cross yeah. the physical, you know. But and then the mom opened and said, "Hey, what's going on out there?" And he walks in. Well, I don't know. I
1: almost feel like they're not. Enti- that the ghosts aren't entirely conscious the whole time, that they're not aware the whole time. I mean, that's but the way it seems to me. But they didn't show that. Well, I, yeah, would, like I would you say kind of you infer.
0: might... Exactly. And, Paul, I, I almost feel All like right. if we if we go to you know our classic sound effect, our Inception sound effect, and go to that movie when... Um, okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> when Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, his character character, uh, talks about like when he's... Dom.
2: Dom. Is thank Dom. you. Yeah,
0: when Dom is uh talking with uh, Arachne, what's what's her name? Um Ellen Page's character. Okay. Anyway. Ellen Page. Yeah, when he's introducing <laughs> this concept that they're in a dream, and he's like, "Do you think how did we get here?"
1: Exactly. And you can't
0: really think she's like, "Well, we oh wait." And it's, exactly it's, they showed that in
2: the movie. Well, yeah, but they didn't show that in the movie, so therefore you cannot say, "Oh, it's because he doesn't know he got there. You know, oh, you oh. can't
0: prove that he did and you can't prove that he did it. It's a good it's another discussion. thing. That we, exactly. It's another thing that's good about this movie. It's a discussion. But it's okay. You cannot like that aspect of the movie. Let's move on though. To what Valerie didn't like most about this movie.
1: I kind of hmm. Well this is a hard question for me, but I think sure. I'm gonna go with the 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 idea that the solution to Cole's problem came a little bit too easily,
0: mm. so
1: he basically gets told by Malcolm what he's supposed to do. So, hey, why don't you try helping these ghosts? Mm-hmm. And then he does, and then he's like, "Ah, oh, this is the best thing ever! <laughs> like, there's there's no more struggle for him. He's That's he's just suddenly yeah. suddenly cured. I, no, I, he's I think, not
2: suddenly. I think because that, he's still scared.
1: I, mm, he's not. He's not still scared. He just is." I think now he shifts to, like, having more of a um, – He he's scared to tell his mom, so he need yeah. like, that becomes the primary goal for him. I'm, mm-hmm. But, you know, thinking about it, I think that the struggle is less about him getting over his fear of ghosts and maybe just – I don't know. I don't know how to... His fear. Oh, like...
0: Because just fear in general. Yeah. And that's what he said he wanted help with the most. Yeah. actually, And even on a deeper level, I think he has a he has a fear of being rejected by his mom, who right. is the only real, like, light in his life. Like, I yeah. think
1: that's actually the main turning point for Cole in the movie is when he finally tells his mom. It's mm-hmm. less about this, this experience that he has with the ghosts mm-hmm. and more about, okay, I'm going to tell my mom. Yeah. Um... But I the, the whole how easily he got over his fear of ghosts kind of bothered me. All right.
0: That was an awesome discussion, guys. Uh, but it is time to see if we have a firing solution from Alice. Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. Yes. Do we consider The Sixth Sense a classic? We would recommend it to people... who whether they've seen it before or not, a nostalgic we would only recommend it to people who have seen it before, or a tragic we would not recommend it to anyone. Let's start with Valerie.
1: All right. Um, uh, after watching this again, I am going to have to say it is tragic.
0: Really? Ooh. Wow! Wow! <laughs> if you you want to talk about
1: twists, <laughs> yeah. and because here's why. So it's not as good the second time around Mm -hmm. and it's old enough and people have talked about it enough. So many people already know the twist ending that I don't really think it would be enjoyable the first time around for anybody either. Mm.
2: I did not see that coming. (laughs) Based on everything else. I mean, now that you say that, it makes sense. Just like the movie. Yeah. It's like at the end, it's all revealed. Oh,
1: that makes sense. And you'll have to go back and listen to it again. Yeah, yeah. See where I dropped the clues. And- <laughs>
0: yes. Awesome. Uh, all right. Thank you, Barry. Uh, And thank you for the twist. Paul, how'd, how do you rate The Sixth Sense?
2: Well... I rate this movie a classic. Oh really. <laughs> Despite my frustrations with uh um some of the even knowing that it is, I thoroughly enjoyed I I enjoyed it. I thought it was suspenseful still after 15 years and not seeing it for about a decade. And I thought the the acting was in it is amazing considering the actors. <laughs> and it's M. Night Shyamalan's best movie, so mm.
0: in, in my opinion. Okay, I mean you can have that opinion. All right, thank you, Paul. So we got a tragic and a classic. Just out of curiosity, what do you think is his uh, best
2: movie?
0: I, I need to see it again, but I like Signs. That's the one I remember. Like oh, most. probably Signs, Village, um, Six Signs, Lay in the Water. And I don't think I've seen his other ones, oh uh-huh. anyway, okay, so what is you tragic?
2: I mean, what did you rate it i I don't know guys um <laughs> come on,
0: go nostalgic. This Make happened last time
1: I was here too, and um
0: and I ended up with classic
1: <laughs> no no i don't I think I was pretty
0: pretty sure i I was as uh reluctant to say classic for Mary Poppins, but <laughs> I did. <sighs> I don't want to caveat another movie.
2: What? No, you should go with your true. F- what would you rate this? Forget everything else. This is a standalone rating. What would you rate this movie? Forget my rating. Forget Valerie's rating. Forget everything. You and you alone. You know what, what do you rate this it?
0: This is honestly an internal twist. It, I. I think I'm going to go with tragic as well. Dun dun dun. Do nostalgic. Forget everything I said. (laughs) Be influenced. Come on. (laughs) You know what? And leading up to this, I was thinking I'd probably uh, rate it as a classic, but, and only mostly for people that haven't seen it before. But I think I was rating it from the perspective of other people. And I've always rated movies from my perspective. And though I enjoyed parts of this movie, because of the because of sort of the spiritual dark elements of this movie, and I didn't like that. the only way I can describe it is well, I think we've talked about it before some movies are just sticky, like you'll you'll watch a movie like inception, and you'll just be thinking about it, and it's just almost like it becomes a part of you for a little while, like there are movies like that, and oftentimes that's good, but for me with this movie, and I think a lot of. Horror movies in general, I don't like the aspects that stick to me. Like i I keep seeing the the girl vomiting, and that scene is very, um, very visceral for me. And I don't like that. That's sort of on my mind again, because um, I'm, I'm sure it was when I was uh, when I first saw this. And so, and I I don't think I would share this with my daughter when she's older. I don't think I'd ban her, her from seeing will. it. <laughs> I, I don't think I'd ban her from seeing it, but even though it's a tragic story well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say trying to poison the no, kid with no, little
1: bit. No, <laughs> I'm saying if she was like, if she came to me and she was like, Auntie, I really want to watch The Sixth Sense, but dad won't let me watch at my house, she'd have to be of a certain age, yeah, of course. Yes, I'd make sure. I know I'm,
0: I'm four, but I'm a mature <laughs> four.
2: There's a monster outside my window. Can I have a glass of water? <laughs>
0: Because um, so, I mean
1: it shows a it shows a young kid mm-hmm. battling his fears and finding yeah. finding his courage and he Yeah he, he's basically battling the monsters under his bed and Yeah he wins. classic
0: I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I'm gonna have to keep my reign of tragic. <laughs> sorry, I just there there is a lot to enjoy about this movie, but I don't personally enjoy it and I'm not gonna wanna see it again. You people make me very sad. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fine. You make me sad in lots of other movies, Paul. Oh, right. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for your honesty. I'm sure this was a tough one to rate, but I appreciate where you guys are. Not fell. really for me. And have had <laughs> other ones. Fine. And according to the Retro Rewind podcast, the Sixth Sense is a disputed tragic movie yeah dispute it <laughs> if you're in line with paul definitely go out and see that again but if you're more in keeping with uh how valerie or i rate movies then leave this one in your memory but let's move on alice would you engage new tube please
2: YouTube engaged.
0: let us begin with Valerie. What is new on your tube?
1: I have been watching this new TV show on Fox. It's called Grace Point.
0: I've seen people Facebook that. I have no idea. I keep thinking it's a church. I I'm believe it like, is. Oh, what that, church are you I going believe to?
1: It is the American version of a British show called Broad Church.
0: That oh, sounds it is, a church. Right. is this with David Tennant as an American? I don't know. Within- oh, okay. Don't ask. Me. I just seen a billboard Listen, with I don't a big care. shoe. I don't care all. about
1: the British version. This is not important to me. Okay. I'm watching the American version. Okay. <laughs> called Grace Point and it's a 10-part wow. it's a 10-part mystery series uh-huh. and it's about um a small town and a boy turns up dead and they believe that he was murdered mm-hmm. and there's a detective and a, a woman um, who wanted to be a detective, but this other detective came in and took the job from her. So there's all this like oh, tension. Okay. So they're trying to figure out what happened, and uh, everybody, pretty much everybody in this little town is a suspect. Everyone is shady, and I just, I'm oh. really enjoying it. It's, it's, it's really interesting. Um, I believe Sorry. Anna Gunn plays the 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 cop. Um, she was in Breaking Bad. Is.
0: She's, I have not seen that. But okay. well,
1: some of your listeners may have.
0: I'm sure most of I'm <laughs> sure most of the American populace has seen Breaking Bad. I am just So not it's one re- of
1: those. it's really interesting and really enjoying it. It's two two episodes in so you can still catch it on Hulu. Okay, cool. You watch it.
0: Awesome. <laughs> Very good. Okay, Grace Point. Thank you, Valerie. Paul, what is new on your tube? Well, <laughs> I saw the. All
2: right, it's as of right now. It's 2004, and my wife and I went out and saw the movie. Not 2004. Wow. (laughs) Sorry.
1: I'm.
2: I'm. I'm still dizzy from 1999. I think we haven't arrived in 2014 yet.
1: I think you need to use your Inception music more. This would be a good (laughs) time.
2: Oh, I'm further now, but I'm not 2014. <laughs> when did Inception come out? 2011, I want to say. Anyway, 2014. We went and saw the movie Left Behind that came out in 2014 with Nicolas Cage and Leah Thompson. Okay. And uh, it was
1: dot dot, dot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> better than I thought. And worse than I thought. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so um, there were parts about it that were um, uh, dramatic and uh-huh. funny, and there there were some parts that were cheesy and like you got to be kidding me. Uh, okay. And overall, I I I I wouldn't see it again.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's hard for me to recommend it to people, but I'm glad I saw it just because I'm curious about those kind of things. Sure. So,
0: is it essentially a reboot of the uh, Kirk Cameron version? Or? It
2: is, oh, okay. and um, the, the 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 writers behind it wanted to make the movie earlier, but the one with Kirk Cameron, the studio still had the rights, and they had to wait till the ten year elapsed before that before ah, they can yeah. go out and make re, try to reboot it. Oh. So this is their their failure at rebooting it, <laughs> honestly, because. I mean, IMDb rating is less than four, and that's pretty hard to get
0: that low.
1: (laughs) So third time's a charm. You guys want to make a movie?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm curious, Paul. Transformers (laughs) Age of Extinction or Left
2: Behind? I would definitely see Left Behind over there. At least that somewhat made
0: sense. Oh, okay. A little bit. (laughs) A little bit more, maybe.
2: Yeah, a little bit more. A lot more in some ways, yeah. Oh, okay so uh francisco yes paul did you see left behind
0: (laughs) (laughs) no i did not see left behind i have not seen either nor have i read the books but oh interesting interesting um no i i think what you meant to ask was what was new on my tube (laughs) okay we'll we'll go with that (laughs) All right, so I recently read this book from this new author. is It's called Crooked River, and Ooh. it's this mystery book. So this dead body ends up in a eddy of a river, and these two girls uh, discover it. And it's essentially this mystery of who killed this woman. And one of the girls uh, is doesn't speak because like there's uh, she sees, she she similar to this movie, sees dead people or, or she sees oh, spirits. she's traumatized. Uh, no? Or she's mutinized. The author explains she, it differently. Um, but oh. it, it's, it's it's. Does she cool. have amnesia and she's the killer? No. Okay. That would have
1: been a great idea. I should have done that.
0: <laughs> oh, wait. The author's right here. It's Valerie Geary. Hey, Valerie. Hi, hi. Yeah, so I, I read Valerie's book. And so this, I guess you could say this is a biased opinion, but... I was r- so engaged with this book, Crooked River. Um, I-, I loved it. Well, I got to say, I loved like 99.1%. Way
2: to it. go, Francisco. <laughs> Just
0: tell her she missed a comma and move on. No, okay. All right. So here's here's my my gripe, Valerie, and it's not so much your fault. I have this an ex- so Wait, wait. Did awkward. she? I, did she
2: ask for this? I feel bad for her. No, no. everything's great. But why didn't you name him Francisco? That would have <laughs> been better.
0: And I will cut this out, Valerie, If, it's, if you don't <laughs> want
2: me, to it no. Ahead. This is the best part of the show so far. It's drama. <laughs> I love it.
0: I have, I have a personal extreme prejudice to Ouija boards. Ooh. Oh, did you see I, the
2: preview? Have you seen the preview of the movie, Ouija, that's out?
0: Oh, my gosh. No. Because I mean, at the end of it, it's like all dark and creepy, and I, I say out loud. Well, then I will not watch it because, like Ouija. I said, I have an extreme prejudice <laughs> to Ouija boards. I hate them. I hate them more than these two bullies in in like, Sixth Sense. It, it's all. Wow. Okay, you can. Okay, <laughs> Thanks Thanks for that permission. You're book. allowed, yeah. Anyway, so there are a few pages where a Ouija board is used in the book. But mm-hmm. other than that, is I really love the story of these two sisters as they're trying to figure out. There's this one scene, oh, it's described. One character is away for a while, and another character doesn't know why. And she's, like, to the point of just, like, saying, we have to call all the hospitals because we have to see if they're there because they probably have amnesia. And it's just so, it just totally, it makes me feel like this movie. It makes me feel. Gosh. Yes. Wait, but you rated this movie a tragic. Yeah, but I'd rate this.
1: This book is is, is pretty pretty tragic, but not like like the ratings that you guys get. Yeah, no,
0: (laughs) it's not tragic. Oh, that sounds sad. You probably want some tissue
2: while you're reading it. Oh, no, I was all for it. Now I don't know, because I like to stay
0: away from it. I don't
1: know, Friday. Francisco. What do you think?
0: I, I think I think you should read it, Paul.
1: Do you think he'll need tissue, or do you think he'll be okay? I don't
0: think he'll need tissue. I didn't need tissue, but <laughs> it was it was a really good book. You just so. needed fire for that Ouija board. Yes, exactly. He just
1: ripped out those pages, shredded them.
0: I was tempted to, but I didn't.
1: Puts them in the toilet and just flushes. <laughs> this is the better book, Valerie publish this one. <laughs> I
0: don't burn books. I just burn pages. Um.
1: Actually, I'm okay with that opinion of yours. That's You can definitely have that opinion a, and we can still be friends.
0: Cool. I'm glad wow. still, we can still be friends. So, yeah, go uh, Crooked River as of this podcast. It's available. We'll have a link to Crooked River, to um, Left Behind, and to...
1: Grace Point. Grace
0: Point. Thank you. Uh, So, just look for those at Grace Point got left behind (laughs) at the Crooked River. Yes. (laughs) Nice. All right, Alice. Do we have any feedback for us? Comsat online. (laughs) Receiving incoming transmission. We have a few feedback items. Make that one feedback item. <laughs> I recently asked on Facebook if uh, people would, if our fans would be more interested in us having a Facebook group page as opposed to a fan page. Oh yeah, what is the difference? So in a group page, you invite, you can invite a lot of people to be a part of the group, and they can just post as oh, if they yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. It's almost okay. like if. Everyone like was a, a manager of the yeah shared page. wall area yeah. yeah exactly um and didn't get much feedback from that but Sean McLean said how about an RPG page where I can level up and cast lightning bolts
2: excellent idea so I thought that was pretty funny considering the feedback we got I think it shouldn't be a group page because no one will leave feedback
0: <laughs> good point <laughs> um but you know if you have a, a burning desire. To go to have our uh, podcast have a group page, please let us know on Facebook or tweet one of us. Speaking of ways you can contact us, uh, Paul, how can people get in touch with you? They can tweet
2: me at pauljpowers or go to PaulJPowers.com dot com to find other social media outlets. And is that, that what you want to promote? Is your so, your uh, website page? Um. Sure. Okay.
0: <laughs> and don't get left behind. Get... All right. Thank you once again for being on the show as always, Paul. Oh, you're welcome. Bye everybody. <laughs> and apparently Paul's gone. Uh Valerie, how can people get in touch with you?
1: Um, they can go to my website, valeriegeary.com. Awesome. I'm also on Twitter, ValerieGary Perfect. Simple.
0: And I probably guess what you would want to promote, but what would you like to promote?
1: Well, I have a book.
0: (laughs) An awesome book.
1: (laughs) That we were just talking about. (laughs) Um, Crooked River, which is uh, out in stores. And um, you should just be able to pick it up at your local bookstore. Um, Or pals.com is another good place. I was
2: about to say, I don't have any local bookstores anymore.
1: No? That is a tragedy.
2: Yeah. I got to go online like everyone else.
0: (laughs) Or move up to Oregon, Paul. Yeah. There's bookstores up here.
2: Oh, cool.
1: <laughs> maybe you'd be surprised if you uh, if you there's a website oof, that I'm not going to remember indiefirst.com maybe, or um, and you could type in a zip code and uh, they'll tell you where where your nearest independent bookstore is. Oh, cool.
0: I'll I'll look for that and okay. or we'll figure it out. And yeah. It'll be in the show notes. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Um, and I want to say again. Yeah. Go check. Go read Crooked River. It's a really good book. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not getting paid to say that. <laughs> just so you know. Uh Is this part
2: of your like book tour is going on these podcasts
1: yeah. and like, promoting
2: it? Yeah. That's cool.
0: Yeah, which is you honor us by being by promoting <laughs> your book on our show. It's that's that's really awesome. Um and you can find me, Francisco Ruiz, on Twitter I'm at @fxruizx. Uh and you can also Paul is also going to share other places you can leave us feedback and also what we will be doing next time. Oh, yeah. I was supposed to leave. Sorry.
1: You're still here? Yeah. Well, is it your ghost? Oh. oh or, maybe or your soul, soul imprint. imprint. <laughs> <laughs> On the microphone. That's, his, that's yeah, where he exactly, leaves his soul. Yes. Yeah, he
2: won't
0: shut up. <laughs> well, while you're getting that, Paul, I do want to say just oh, a quick reminder. What
2: am I getting up? What we're oh. doing
0: next time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, we're our episode 50 is coming up. It's going to be our live episode, and we're going to do the movie Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, Valerie's sister Christy is going to be on the show doing that one with us. It should be a fun one, I suppose. The episode it could be, will be a fun. dumb one, the or a dumber will be fun. one. The movie. what?
1: Or the dumbest one?
0: It could be the dumbest one, but hopefully, it'll be fun nonetheless. Um, you can at least see me probably not and talk about how I don't like the movie.
2: But we'll see. Maybe I will. And I was about to say, that's kind of putting the cart before the horse, but okay. Right.
0: My prediction is uh, tragic. Uh, <laughs> wow. <anyway. laughs> I'll allow it. Oh, thank you. And uh, if you, we would love it if you would uh, go to retrorewindpodcast.com slash cast your vote. And there you can uh, decide... After our 52nd episode, we are going to be choosing – we are going to be selecting or covering the movies you want us to cover. So we'll pick the top 10 uh, come probably episode – fifty when episode 52 happens or is about to happen, that's when we'll decide, okay, these are the movies we're going to do. And if we're to pick them today, the top five would be The Wizard with uh, Fred Savage, uh, The Mighty Ducks with Emilio Estevez, True Lies with Arnold Schwarzenegger, And uh, Twister with Game Over, Man, Game Over. Bill Paxton and Father of the Bride with Steve Martin. I can't do a Steve Martin (laughs) (laughs) impression. I hear he's a jerk though. But Uh, 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 um, yeah. So, Paul, where are we going to next time? All right. Next
2: time we will be rewinding back to the year nineteen ninety-seven for the game Star Fox sixty-four. But until then, we would love if you share the show with your friends and if you want to support us even more, uh, go to your local bookstore <laughs> and uh, go use their uh, Internet access to find RetroRewindPodcast.com. Maybe they have free Wi-Fi and uh, go click on the buttons like support or social or contact or whatever, like cast your vote. Or listen to a podcast.
1: Just click on a bunch of buttons. Just
2: <laughs> Yes. Button. Spin mash
1: the Just. website.
2: Yes. And if you put in the Konami code, you get 30 extra
0: men. I wish I could make that happen, because that would be awesome.
1: I don't even you know can. what that
2: means.
0: It's a video game
2: reference. <laughs> Did you... Have you tried that on Facebook? Did they take that out of Facebook? At one point, you could do that on Facebook. Oh, really? I thought it was Google. No, it was Facebook, and, like, it would flash, and, and it All would right. do... It. whatever... Do it, Francisco. Do it.
0: You know what I will do is thank you, the listener, for listening to this show, whether you're doing chores, whether you're just on your commute to work right now, or you're having to work on a Saturday. We appreciate you listening to us. It's so awesome to just have you interact with us, to download the episodes, to subscribe, to share it with your friends. It's so great. And like a Pokemon, we'll catch you later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind mission complete. Proceed to Nat Point Omega and return to base. Yippee dead people.
2: Oh, that's kind
0: (laughs) of (laughs) cute.